0: brothers and sisters. It is true. You don't want to be sleeping when the Lord comes. You don't even want to be here when the Lord comes to take His wrath on this earth. Amen? Amen. Scripture tells us if you're saved, we are not appointed to the wrath. And that's the wrath of the day of the Lord. And so if you're saved today, praise God, praise Yeshua. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. Because we will not be here for the wrath of God Almighty. Today's message is a revelation of the apocalypse. And so before we get into the two passages, I want to just set the stage of what exactly is going to happen on the day of the Lord. And in Zechariah chapter 14, 1, it says, Behold, the day of the Lord is coming. And your spoil will be divided in your midst. And verse 12. And this shall be the plague. Which the Lord will strike all the people. Who fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall dissolve. While they stand on their feet. Their eyes shall dissolve in their sockets. And their tongues shall dissolve in their mouths. Now. Brothers and sisters, if that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will. That is devastation. That is the anger of the Almighty God. And so now we'll look at a couple prophetic passages that will give us some sight of what's to come in the future. In our generation, brothers and sisters the first passage we'll look at is in Isaiah chapter 13 I'll start reading from verse 4 the noise of a multitude in the mountains like that of many people a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms and nations gathered together the Lord of hosts musters the army for battle They come from a far country, from the end of heaven, the Lord and his weapons of indignation to destroy the whole land. Wail for the day of the Lord is at hand. It will come as destruction from the Almighty. Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with both wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate and he will destroy its sinners from it. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. Therefore, I will shake the heavens and the earth will move out of its place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. Everyone who is found will be thrust through And everyone who is captured will fall by the sword. Their children also will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be plundered and their wives ravished. Behold, I will stir up the meads against them who will not regard silver. And as for gold, they will not delight in it. Also, their bows will dash the young men to pieces. And they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. And their eye will not spare the children. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of Chaldean's pride, will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. And we know, brothers and sisters, when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, He rained fire and brimstone. And He tells us that He is going to do that as well on the day of the Lord. And so the second and last passage we'll read is in Daniel chapter 11. Predicts the same event. Start reading in verse 40. And the time of the end, the king of the south shall attack him and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind with chariots, horsemen and with many ships. And he shall enter into the countries, overwhelm them and pass through. He shall also enter the glorious land and many countries shall be overthrown. Brothers and sisters, the glorious land is Israel and many countries are going to be overthrown. We're looking at war, brothers and sisters, and lots of it. But if you're saved today, God will protect you through any war, and we won't be here for the wrath. Reading chapter 12 of verse one, at that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation. Even to the time, and at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those people go to hell, brothers and sisters. But the ones that have everlasting life will be in the paradise of heaven with our Lord and Savior forever and ever and ever. Amen? Amen. So make sure that's you. You know, brothers and sisters, we never want to take advantage of our Lord. You know, He allows us to call Him friend. He's our friend. He's our Lord. And we're his friends. But a friend doesn't take advantage of a friend. To take advantage of somebody is like, you have to understand that our Lord and Savior died on a cross for you and me. Paid the penalty so that we can live forever and ever and not be cast to hell. It's like someone who pays the school fees for somebody, right? He paid the school fees for us to live forever and ever and not go to hell. And we need to pay the school fees back to him by living for him, serving him and pleasing God and doing his will. Brothers and sisters, to repent is not just with your lips. It has to be with your whole heart, mind and soul. You have to give God 100%. Don't hold back that one sin that you like to do and do it perpetually. Because if you do, if you have trash inside, God will not fill you with the Holy Spirit. Not until you're worthy to receive the Holy Spirit when you have given him 100%. And that doesn't mean you won't make a mistake. And God knows it. Only person to walk the earth perfect was Jesus, Yeshua. And he knows you're gonna make a mistake. And thank God he died for our sins and we can ask for forgiveness with remorse in our heart and it's forgiven, amen, amen. So praise God, praise Yeshua, right? Amen. And so brothers and sisters, you know, the scripture also tells us that he's gonna rain fire and brimstone, just like he did in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? and destroyed them. Well, he's going to do that here. So there's seven trumpets and in Revelation, the very first trumpet goes off and he rains fire and brimstone and blood and throws it to the earth. You don't want to be here for that. You don't. So brothers and sisters, when Noah put all the animals in, okay, okay, Scripture says in Genesis chapter 7 that God Almighty is the one who shut the door. The Lord slammed the door shut and it's not coming open. And so when Noah's friends were scratching at the door trying to get in and Noah with his big heart wants to let him in, he can't. Because God shut the door. Don't let the door be shut on you, brothers and sisters, okay? It's like a car. Picture a car and you're sitting in the driver's seat. Nobody else is in the car. All right. And Jesus is outside the passenger door. And he wants to come in. But there's no door handle. And the only way he can come in is for you to reach over and open the door. Brothers and sisters, If you're not saved today, you need to open that door so Jesus can come into your heart and you can come into his home and be with him forever. So brothers and sisters, if you want to give your life to the Lord today, please bow your heads and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I humbly come before your throne. I am a sinner, Lord. Please forgive me for my sins. And thank you, Father, for sending your only begotten Son to come incarnated in human form, to die for my sins, so I could be saved. And thank you, Jesus, for being obedient unto death. Dear Father, please help me to renew my mind. Father, take this carnal mind away from me. and Please take this stony heart out of me Give me a pure loving heart, Father. Give me Jesus' heart. Oh Father, thank you. And I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. so if you said that prayer, God promises, to renew your mind completely and to take out that stony heart and fill you with a pure loving heart with Jesus' love. But you need to do something. In Acts 2.38, it says to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And so brothers and sisters, if If you've been baptized a long time ago, but as a baby, that's not good enough. You have to be immersed all the way in the water as you die in Christ and come up a new man or woman. And you need to repent. Repent means literally turn from your sinful ways. Make proper changes in your life. Get rid of evil company and make changes in your life to give your life to the Lord, to stop sinning. He does not wish that we sin. The word says we are saved by grace. Are we to continue to sin? The word says, God forbid. So pay those school fees back. And when you repent genuinely in your heart, mind, and soul with action and deed, God feels you're worthy to receive the Holy Spirit. He will fill you with the Holy Spirit. And then you will have power over sin, brothers and sisters. And you just rebuke the devil in Jesus' name at that time, when he tempts you, and he will flee. You tell the devil where he's going. He's being cast into the lake of fire, where the fire is never quenched, and a worm doesn't die, which is the soul, where there's wailing, weeping, and gnashing of teeth, being tormented for eternity, never having rest, day and night. You tell the devil that and he is gone. He is not tempting you. He will find a weaker Christian. And before you have the Holy Spirit, you're working towards that brothers and sisters. You need to listen to worship songs and sing them in your heart, mind and soul. Read the Bible and recite scripture, John three sixteen. Anything that you can recite, the devil cannot stand the word of God. And he will flee. He can't stand you praising Jesus. He will flee. And it'll keep you right and right on the right track so that we all can be with our Lord and Savior someday, forever and ever. And you need to join a genuine Christian church. Someone who reads the truth. That's the Bible. If you go in the church and you're searching for a church and they do not read the Word of God, find a new church. But the Lord says, do not forsake gathering together in my name. So it's important. And it's important to sing worship songs with your spirit and with the Holy Spirit when you receive it. Don't just sing with your lips, sing with the spirit. There's power in the spirit and he will love it because that's how we bless God, amen. We bless him two ways, singing worship songs and praising him and give him praise, telling others how he blessed you with a job, he blessed you with a car, he blessed you not getting in an accident when you were traveling somewhere. Amen. Amen. So brothers and sisters, I love you. And always remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua in your heart. And we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday forever and ever. Amen.